Hello and welcome. This is Renee Sills, your astrologer and host of the Embodied Astrology Podcast. You're listening to the audio horoscopes for Gemini season 2019. These horoscopes focus on what I see as being the most important themes of this season, and I'll offer some perspective on how to work with these themes through your embodied awareness. Gemini season extends between Tuesday, May 21st and Friday, June 21st. Please listen to the horoscopes for both your sun sign and your rising sign. Your sun sign is the time of year you were born, and it's the answer you give if someone asks you what your sign is. Sun sign horoscopes will generally give you more information about what's important in your larger life journey and soul development. Your rising sign is the time of day you were born, and the rising sign horoscopes generally give you greater insight into the current events of your day-to-day life. Many people also find valuable information in the horoscopes for their moon signs, which often speak to more emotional experiences or those occurring within the Holman family. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart in the, horoso- in the horoscope section on my website, embodiedastrology.com. Check on the site anyway to find short written horoscopes for all 12 signs for Gemini season. To learn more about Gemini and Gemini season, make sure to listen to the guided meditation called Meet Your Mind. Gemini is a sign in everyone's chart, and in this meditation, you'll gain understanding for how to work with Gemini's strengths and challenges, and will experience how Gemini functions in your body and lived experience. If you're a monthly subscriber, you'll also receive my extended month-ahead astrology report. This report includes an expanded forecast audio recording and downloadable PDF, with information on planetary aspects and lunar cycles this month, and suggestions for how to work with the astrology for your best benefit. You can subscribe today by becoming a monthly donor at any amount per month. When you subscribe, you'll also receive discounts for my online classes, other events, and monthly birthday reports. If you enjoy this work, please support it by sharing it with your friends and on social media. Tag and follow Embodied Astrology on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please consider also supporting the work by leaving positive ratings on iTunes or likes and comments on the links. Finally, your financial support allows me to continue offering this work for free. To donate or to find any of the information that I mentioned above, go to embodiedastrology.com or check the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Gemini season. Now, on to your horoscope. Hello, Sagittarius. Thank you so much for listening. This is your audio horoscope and month ahead forecast for Gemini season. Gemini season begins on May 21st and ends on June 21st this year. And for you, Gemini is your opposite sign. And in your solar chart, Gemini defines the area of the chart that has to do with your opposite, with other people. This is other people in general, where you meet the world as a social person, where you need to become accountable, responsible, communicate, figure out how to get the things that you need and get the love that you need and get the support that you need while also doing your own thing. This house also has a lot to do with important partners and important others and the contracts you make with them. So this could be life partners for sure, but also business partners or other kinds of collaborators. Again, the idea here is the idea of relationship itself contracts, negotiations, and how you come into the space of relationship. On May 21st, both the Sun and Mercury enter Gemini. Mercury is Gemini's planetary ruler. It functions very strongly here. And when the Sun and Mercury come together, it's a really powerful image of some new kind of idea coming forth. 
It may be that over the last couple of months, since March or so, you've been turning over some ideas about relationship and how you want to be in relationship. This may specifically have to do with important and close relationships, although again, it could have to do with any kind of relationship, your social self in general. But particularly if there are people that you're living with or people who you're sharing intimacies and vulnerability with, that could be a really big theme right now. The sense that I get is that there's a new way of being that you're really starting to live into and embody. And as we get into Gemini season, it becomes more and more apparent how you do this. One of the ways that you do this is through communication and affect. Affect being the energy that you have in your body, in your heart, and in your mind when you're speaking, when you're sharing information with other people. The first couple of days of Gemini season from the 21st through the 26th offer a number of powerful aspects. And in these aspects, there are a lot of opportunities for you to lean into any questions or insecurities that you might have about your own value or worthiness or enoughness. If these kinds of themes are coming up, again, specifically in relationship to relationships, Um, spend some time with them. You really want to advocate for your own value right now, but you also don't want to be too forceful or overwhelming. The way that you advocate for your own value is by believing it, by really being centered in your heart in a place of self-love where you know that you're a good person deserving of goodness in your life. If you can act and live your life with integrity, you're trying to do the best that you can. You really need to trust that in your own self and in your own being, and then advocate in your life to get what you need and what you deserve. This is not about manipulation at all. It's about being in a space of centeredness where you can give and receive with equanimity and ease. As we get into the 26th and the fourth quarter lunar cycle, there is a symbol of some healing work that you're doing around your own self-expression. And that could have a lot to do with what I was just talking about. The image that I'm getting here is just of you really being centered in your heart and being centered in your own goodness, trusting your voice, trusting your expression, and trusting what you have to offer. Now, for those of you who are parents, there may be a slightly different interpretation of this, which would be um, trusting your kids, trusting their heart, trusting what they have to offer, really doing your best to understand where they're coming from, to be curious about them, and to give them an example of open-mindedness. This is a time when you want to be humble with them in the sense that you don't need to tell them what to do. Um, They will respond to you when you are in a centered place and when you are kind of calm and steady, again, in your own self-value and in your own self-worth. Now, I am not a parent, but I know a lot of parents and I've been a child and I know how challenging parenting can be. And so if you are a person who's going through some challenges with parenting right now, I just want to send you a big psychic hug and say, this is a really hard job. It's probably one of the hardest jobs on the planet. Be patient with yourself, be tender with yourself, be patient with your kids, be tender with them. Try and really appreciate them and appreciate them for their individuality. Give them space to express themselves and be curious about the ways in which they want to express. Try and help them find healthy outlets for that. 
If you don't have kids, or even if you do have kids and you're thinking, I need that for myself, do that for yourself too. It can be both, not either or. From May 30th through June 2nd, Venus is making a number of aspects in the sign Taurus. For you, Taurus has to do with your day-to-day routines, your jobs, your chores, your tasks, any kind of services which you perform, whether or not you get paid, and the general upkeep of your environment. That, of course, includes your house and your car and your pets, but it also really includes your body. So this is a place that has a lot to do with your health. As Venus comes into this sign, it is aspecting Uranus, and Uranus is a slow-moving planet that has only recently moved into Taurus, but will now be there for seven years. In these next seven years, there's a lot of opening and opportunity for you to make changes in this area of life. If you're someone who's wanted to be self-employed, or if you want some kind of new, innovative, experimental way to live your day-to-day, Uranus is here to help you. If you want to adopt new health regimens and start to be in your body in a lively and awakened and liberatory way, Uranus is here to help you. Uranus might also be bringing upset and challenging changes into this part of your life, and I just want to affirm that any kind of changes or upset can serve as an awakening and an opening opportunity if you decide to see them like that. The aspects that Venus is making have to do with the part of your chart that signifies wealth and value, and again, feelings of worthiness or enoughness. There are lots of different ways I could read this aspect, so I'm going to just speak to two of them. Hopefully, these two will land. Uh, One of the ways that I could read this aspect has to do with your job, with your employment, with how you're making money. So again, this part of the chart, the solar sixth house has to do with your jobs, but it's not always the jobs that you get paid for. With this aspect, there's a feeling that you could get paid. If you are self-employed or if you're working towards greater self-employment, or if you're employed somewhere else, but you're wanting to make that job or position more your own, or you're wanting to expand within it, Or alternately, if you have some job and it doesn't really matter to you, but you take the money that you earn from that job and you leverage it towards things that do really matter to you, these aspects are here to support you in living into what you want in your day-to-day. Again, any changes that come in, if there are shifts in your employment status or if there are things that are going on with your routine and schedule, try and see them as opportunities and openings to move more into a space of liberation and freedom in this part of your life. Another way that I can read this aspect has to do with health. And the way that I talk about this aspect, and I think this is probably relevant for most people, um, really has to do with the way that you value yourself and the way that you value your body. We live in a culture that is extremely abusive and violating to bodies. There is a lot of objectification of our bodies, regardless of gender, but especially for women. Actually, I take that back. There is a lot of objectification of our bodies. There are a lot of standards. There are a lot of ideas about what we should look like and how we should behave and da 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 for everybody. And these standards, super unhelpful. They're really unhelpful to you, especially at this time. It's very important that you fill your consciousness with self-affirming messaging. 
self-affirming messaging will help you improve your health and your health is really important. Your health is your wealth. That's a big message with these transits that I'm talking about. Take care of your health. Value yourself enough to give yourself the time to meditate every day, even five or 10 minutes. That's a really big part of your health is your mental health and your emotional well-being. Spending five or 10 minutes every day just getting present, listening to your breath, taking time to notice the way that your mind might fluctuate and move around a lot will be so helpful for every aspect of your health. Give yourself time to connect with your body in some way that feels joyful and loving. So this isn't about going to the gym and, uh, you know, working out till it hurts. The no pain, no gain thing is nothing I agree with. I think that our best physical health comes when we are really living in a state of love and gratitude and acceptance with our bodies, regardless of what they look like and regardless of what they're going through. Bodies, like any other living organism on earth, respond well to love and affection. Give yourself love and affection. One of the ways that I would read these aspects coming through May 30th through June 2nd is that you can make a lot of headway with your own health when you affirm your own worthiness and value of love. Take that into your heart, meditate on it. There's a new moon on June 3rd. This is a Monday. The new moon comes into Gemini. Once again, Gemini rules the part of your chart that has to do with significant others, important relationships, and your general social environment. The new moon is always a good time for new beginnings. And at the new moon every month, I usually think about my intentions for the next solar year. So you might think about what do you want to develop in your relationships and in your sense of yourself as a person in the social, in the social realm. Gemini is a sign that connotes communication and intellect and exchange. Are there ways that you're interested in exploring new conversations with people or working on your communication abilities or thinking about your relationships? These would all be good ideas or good themes to bring into your new moon intentions. Um, The day of the new moon, June 3rd, and the one or two days after it are the most powerful astrological times to make those intentions. So try and set aside 20 or 30 minutes. Again, you can meditate. You can just be with these ideas and uh, write down anything that comes for you or say a prayer or make a dance or some kind of gesture. You might also really want to check out the guided meditation and introduction to Gemini season that I offer called Meet Your Mind. In that podcast, um, it's about half an hour long, I talk about how Gemini lives in your body and what functions it rules. It has a big rulership over your mind, how you think, how you communicate. In that podcast, I offer some pretty easy embodiment practices to connect with Gemini's energy and pacify it and use it for a good benefit. And especially since Gemini is such an important sign for you in that it's your opposite sign and it is the sign that rules your relationships and relationships are essential, you might want to check that meditation out and see if it's helpful. From June 8th through July 4th, Venus will also transit Gemini. And this is a really magnetic, beautiful, benefic energy coming into the relationship space. There's a lot of growth for you in relationships of all kinds. There's a lot of ease and gentleness, 
love people up, let yourself be loved up. From June 4th through the 28th, Mercury will transit Cancer. And as Mercury moves into Cancer, it will meet up with the planet Mars. And then both Mercury and Mars will move into a conjunction with each other and towards a conjunction with the North Node. The North Node is one of the places where eclipses happen. Mars uh, is a very heating, activating energy. And again, Mercury brings mental attention and communication and thoughts. So when Mars and Mercury are traveling together, there is quite a bit of energy, as you might imagine, maybe a lot of talking, maybe a lot of ideas. For some people, some agitation. For other people, a lot of excitement. As these two planets move towards the North Node, there is a lot of stimulation towards new experiences that you might want to be calling in. This part of your chart has to do with your intimacies and your vulnerabilities. Lean into the places where you get scared, where you shy away or hide yourself. Have conversations that are hard to have. Talk about shared resources. Talk about money. Talk about fears. Talk about sex. Talk about death. That's all up for um, conversation in the 8th house. And during this transit, there's a lot of stimulation for these kinds of conversations to happen. Especially between June 14th and 18th, Mercury and Mars will be making their most powerful conjunctions. Uh, sorry, they'll be making their most powerful aspects, including the conjunction uh, with one another. And they'll be aspecting uh, some other parts in the chart that, again, have to do with your feelings of worthiness, of value, and um, home, family, stability. This is a really good time for transparency, for tenderness, for vulnerability, and for leaning into the places that scare you. When you move into those places with love in your heart, there's a lot of process that can happen, a lot of room for growth, a lot of opportunity. During that time, we also have a full moon in your sign, full moon in Sagittarius on June 17th, and that full moon is conjunct to the planet Jupiter. Jupiter has been transiting your sign since last November, and Jupiter is a big expansive energy, and it's moving through your identity space. So to me, this says you're growing a lot, you're learning a lot about yourself, you're expanding, you're opening, and all the transits that are coming this month are here to serve that expansion and that openness. If you'd like to learn more about astrology, please do check out my month ahead offerings. You can find out all about the planetary aspects and the lunar cycles, even more than I've talked about here in that offering. There's a podcast. There's also a printable PDF that you can use for journaling as well as for a calendar planning with astrology for your best benefit. You can receive these offerings by subscribing and you can subscribe at any amount per month. The subscriptions are by donation. When you become a monthly donor, you also get big discounts on my online classes and discounts on other digital products like my year-ahead birthday reports, and you get to support Embodied Astrology and make sure that this work continues. Thank you so much for listening. Happy Gemini season. Bye for now.